Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The April showers did their duty and brought May flowers. Mr. Fogel, the florist, has his share of them in his shop at 14th and Oak. The fragrant kind of flowers that Ferdinand the Bull would like to smell. Mmm. No, uh, that wasn't Ferdinand. That was Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. Pretty fancy flock of flowers you got here, Fogel. Thanks, McGee. You come in to buy or just to smell? <laughs> well, I thought I might take some home to Molly. How much are these roses? Five dollars a dozen. Hmm. How about the gladiolus, it says? Two dollars a dozen. How much for the daisies? A quarter a bunch. Hmm. How much for Wanda sticking my buttonhole? A penny. For one lousy daisy? <laughs> my gosh, the people next door to us have got a whole yard full of them. All I got to do is lean over the fence. And... McGee, a man of your age shouldn't lean over a fence. I'll give you a daisy. Here, take it. Yeah. Thanks, Fogel. Uh, this one's kind of scrawny, though. <laughs> How about that big one in the middle of the bunch? Go away, McGee. Huh? Go away, I'm busy. Oh, okay, okay, if that's the way you feel about my business, I don't need none of your weeds. <laughs> what a guy. Gives you one broken down daisy and acts like he hung a horseshoe of orchids around your neck. Well, if he thinks he can build up goodwill that way, he's mighty... Whoa! Oh! My packages. Oh, gee, I'm sorry, sis. I didn't mean to bang into you. Oh, it was my fault. I turned the corner without even looking. Well, allow me to pick up your bundles, ma'am. They're scattered around worse than raisins in a bread pudding. Oh, that's very kind of you. Oh, it's my pleasure, ma'am, to be able to show you that chivalry ain't dead. Although from the way some guys act, it must be badly wounded. <laughs> there you are. Oh, thank you so much. I sincerely hope nothing in your packages became busted, my lady. Er, a lady. No, there wasn't anything breakable. Oh, good. Most of these things came from the Bonton lingerie sale. They had a wonderful sale on lingerie today, and... Uh, uh, why, you're blushing. <laughs> blushing? Me? Why, why would I be blushing? Just because you mentioned... them things. <laughs> Well, aren't you? No, not me. I, Well, I, I'm wearing tight shoes, and that makes me a bit red in the face. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, I wouldn't want to embarrass you. I was looking for a cab when we collided. Do you see one around? Oh, well, I'll be most happy to call one for you, ma'am. Oh, here comes one now. Hey. Hey, taxi. Oh, those reckless cabbies. <laughs> they bear down on the brakes like they were stomping a scorpion to death. <laughs> May I tote something for you? Oh, no, thank you. I can manage if you'll just open the door. Oh, delighted, really. Watch your head now. That's it. Uh, you've been very helpful. I do appreciate your courtesy. Oh, it's nothing any real gent wouldn't have done after he almost knocked the lady head over tea kettle. <laughs> <laughs> Better stack your bundles on the seat there so you don't crush any of them unmentionables. I'll be careful. And if you'll take my advice, 
Don't wear such tight shoes. Well, thanks again. And goodbye. So long, sis. Very nice gal. Good looking, too. Good thing nobody saw me helping her into that cab, though, I guess. The way people gossip around this town, that could sound kind of bad. And if Molly heard it wrong, she... Hello, Romeo. Oh, oh, it's you, Fatso. Who was the pretty lady, lover boy? (laughs) What you mean, pretty lady? I didn't see any pretty lady. Ah, come off it, lover boy. I was across the street in Walt's small shop, and I saw the whole performance. You... You did? And I did. And the lady I seen you with wasn't your wife, lover boy. Stop calling me lover boy. Now, you look here, Doc. This is a new McGee. Huh? Have you been going to another doctor and getting vitamin pills? <laughs> no, no. Now, look, Fatso, I'm as innocent as a lamb. Innocenter. A lamb followed Mary, but I wouldn't follow no woman. <laughs> a likely story. Oh, please, Doc, don't say that. All I done was pick up a lady's cabs and put her in a bundle. I mean... <laughs> bundle the cab and pick up a lady. I mean, I picked up the... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, stop it, stupid. This joke is getting out of hand. I'm only kidding. You, you are? Of course. Don't mention this to Molly at all, then, huh? You know how women are. She might not understand. Don't tell me she's jealous of you. I'll say she's jealous. She found a letter I got from Fred Nittany, the guy that I and him had a vaudeville act together from Star Rock, Illinois, together. Fred wrote about when we were on the bill with Mercedes, and I gave her a present, and to this day, Molly don't believe that Mercedes was a trained seal. Well, did the letter say she was a seal? No, but it said what the present was. Would I give a girl a 12-pound halibut? <laughs> oh, Molly's probably kidding you, too. Incidentally, speaking of show business, I had an interesting experience last night. I attended Wistful Vista's first 3D production. Yeah, one of those new movies, huh? Oh, Mrs. Carter had triplets, David, Daniel, and Douglas. See you later, son. So long, Pat. Ah, good old doctor. Sure glad it was him that saw me helping that gal with her bundles. If any of them Gabby friends of Molly saw me, they'd make a story out of it that would curl your hair because... Oh, my gosh. I wonder if any of them did see me. Mabel Toops. Old Lady Spradley. Oh, boy, if they tell this to Molly, I'm a gone gossip. Yep. gone it, I don't know whether to tell Molly or not. Nobody saw me and nobody tells her. There's no use in me bringing it up. But if somebody does tell her and I don't tell her, I should have told her first. Oh, gun it, I need advice on this. I ought to get a woman's viewpoint. If on account of because, uh-oh, here comes Cora Burns from the malt shop. She can give me an idea how a woman reacts to a thing. Hey, hey, Cora. Oh, hello, Mr. McGee. What's the panic? Oh, no panic, Cora. <laughs> I just wondered if I could ask you something. Why, sure, Mr. McGee, go ahead. Well, uh, I, I don't quite know how to put this, Cora. But look, uh, what would you say if somebody told you that they saw your husband helping a girl into a taxi cab with a bunch of bundles? When, Mr. McGee? Where did it happen? No, no, no. This, this morning, Cora, at 14th and Oak. But that don't matter. What I want to know... Why, that bum! <laughs> Joseph! <laughs> 
where he went. Huh? Told me he was going downtown to pay the light bill. Got the money from me for it. Was she pretty, Mr. McGee? Well, well, yeah, but I didn't mean your... I knew it. That's that blonde hussy Marvin was going with before we were married. The Uh, one I stole him away from. (laughs) That he was engaged to. Ooh, that bomb. Now, wait a minute, Cora. I don't mean your husband. Wait till I get my hands on him, that bum. (laughs) That double-crossing rat. Oh, Cora. Uh, But Cora, hey. This is ridiculous. A lot of help she was. I try to ask her a simple question, and she rushes off to slug her husband. <laughs> well, I bet Molly wouldn't act that way if I told her. Or would she? <laughs> I don't know. She still don't believe that Mercedes, the one I gave the 12-pound halibut to, was a trained seal. I'd better just play it cagey. I find out if anybody told her. Now, just take it easy, McGee. Take it easy. Be calm, boy. Hi, Molly. Hello, lover boy. Who told you? <laughs> Who told me what? Well, I told you that that is, well, uh, was Doc Gamble here? No. Oh. Nobody's been here at all. And the phone hasn't even rung once since you left. Oh, good, good. I'm glad nobody called. Uh, to bother you, that is. Did you run into anyone downtown? <laughs> me? Why? Why'd you ask if I ran into somebody? Oh, just making small talk. Oh. I thought you might have bumped into some of our friends. No. Not a soul. Didn't come near anybody. Didn't even look at anybody. Sounds like a dull day. Oh, it's okay. I like to get out in the air and stretch my legs. Puts life into me. Oh, oh, oh. you got plenty of life left in you, dearie. <laughs> me? Why'd you say that? Well, because it's true. Huh? Why, out on the golf course, I've seen you swing at a ball 15 or 20 times while the other men only swing at theirs once. (laughs) Yeah. That kind of life I got. (laughs) I thought you meant... Oh, I wonder who that is. I'll go to the door. I'll hit him off. Sit I'll... down. Sit down, dearie. Huh? The door's unlocked. Oh. Come in. Hello, Ollie. Well, hello, missus. The same to you, McGee. Hi, Ollie. Pull up a chair and set a spell. I'm glad to see you. Uh, thanks, McGee. I can't stay. Besides, I already see you once today. You, you did? Saw me? Sure, at 14th and Oak. Oh. You were so wrapped up in what you was looking at, though, I didn't bore you. Who was that lady? Now, how's the family, Ollie? Good, huh? Fine. Have a cigar, Ollie. Thanks. I quit smoking. Who was that lady? Have some gum, Ollie. Uh, thanks, McGee. I had no shoe. Who, who was that lady? Have a banana. Have something. Stick something in your mouth. McGee, don't overdo the hospitality. Ollie's trying to ask you something. Yeah, but you don't want to have Let to... him finish what he's trying to say. I, I saw McGee this morning at the corner newsstand looking at a magazine, Mrs. Who was that lady on the cover, McGee? <laughs> that was Mrs. Eisenhower, Ollie. <laughs> I'm happy to say. <laughs> a fine woman. Whew. They, 
reason I stopped by, though, McGee, was to bring you a message from the Elks Club. Yeah? The Finance Committee has a meeting tonight. Oh, they... hey, that's right. I'm glad you told me. I went to the last meeting they had and was straightened them out on some stuff. Well, they send a message that the meeting is tonight and there's something they would like you to keep. Okay, I'll be glad to do it. What do they want me to keep? Out. So long, folks. <laughs> Isn't he nice, McGee? Ah, him and his big, fat finance committee. Besides, when a guy sees me downtown, I wish he'd speak to me instead of spying on me and telling me later when I ought to... Hello there, Wally. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. Did you see me downtown this morning? No, I didn't, pal. Good. Come on in. <laughs> Sit down, Mr. Wilcox. Now, if you boys will excuse me, I've got to get out in the kitchen and make up my grocery list. Yeah, you run right along, Tootsie. Woman's work is never done, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, there goes a good kid. And am I glad she's gone. (laughs) What's the matter, pal? You got problems? Talk softly, Junior, softly. Something happened to me downtown today, and I'm scared to death some busybody will give her a wrong story about it. Well, let's have the gory details, pal. What happened? Well, all I'd done was pick up some bundles for a woman I bumped into, but to some people, it could have looked like I was flirting. Oh. You know I wouldn't do that, don't you? Of course I do. Sure. You're a faithful husband. Betcha. An old faithful husband. A tired old faithful husband. <laughs> a bashful, tired old faithful okay, husband. Okay, okay. You don't have to trot out your whole vocabulary. <laughs> Now, naturally, I don't want you to mention this to Molly. Oh, naturally. Hey, uh, you want some advice, pal? I'll say. Well, look, in a case like this, it pays to be prepared. Get on the right side of the person. Make them happy. Oh, that's a good idea. What should I do? What should I do? Grab a paintbrush and a can of liquid aluminum and go to work around here. Huh? Paint your garden tools, metal screens, basement pipes, gutters. Paint anything that's rustable. That's a way to make a hit? Sure, 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 sure. Paint your fences with liquid aluminum. Oh. Make your dark closets and kitchen cabinets sparkle with an aluminum surface. Yeah, but couldn't I just make a smaller hit? You know, maybe just one closet on account of because... No, 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 no. Get up on your roof. Up on the roof? Yeah, give it a coat of liquid aluminum roof coating with asphalt, which reflects heat and keeps the house up to 15 degrees cooler in summer. Junior, I want to make a hit, but I'm not anxious to lead the league, you see. (laughs) Couldn't I just... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Keep swinging that brush. Swinging the brush. Use a dozen cans of liquid aluminum. Made by many leading paint manufacturers with Reynolds aluminum pigment. Hmm. One more hit, and I'll get drafted by the Dodgers. <laughs> but I'll try it, if it'll put me on the right side of Molly. You sure it will? Well, I don't know about her, but it'll put you on the right side of me. You? Sure. It'll make me happy, and I won't tell Molly what you did. So long, pal. Yeah. What a help he is. Make him happy so he won't tell Molly. That guy opens his yap, I'll pin his aluminum ears back so far. <laughs> Somebody will tell her, though. Some blue-nosed, blabbermouth, gossipy old biddy will call her up and... I'll get it! I'll get it! I've got it, dearie. You relax. Oh, relax, she said. 79 was for Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Oh, I don't know why. Oh, hello, Mrs. Hartley. That old gossip. Downtown this morning? I don't know why, she said. You saw him yourself, huh? Oh, I'm cooked. Killing a cab at 14th and Oak, oh, wasn't Oh, I'm it? dead. 
Hmm. Well, thanks for calling, Mrs. Hartley. Goodbye. Imagine her expecting me to believe that. Yeah, yeah. Don't you believe her. Don't you believe anybody. Claims she saw Clark Gable stopping a cab at 14th and Oak. So silly? Oh, I certainly... I, Clark Gable? <laughs> That's silly. Oh, boy, that is silly. <laughs> you know, I think I'll call Mrs. Bradley and see if she heard about it. She always knows everything. No, 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 no. Don't call her, Tootsie. She's a big gossip. She, uh, look, I, I got to use the phone. Yeah, I got to make a call. Important call. Well, if it's that important, all right. I'll sit down at the desk and finish my grocery list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Oh, this is murder. Maybe if I could just tell her real casual-like. Yeah, that's it. Molly, I'll say, I bumped into a lady downtown today. Oh, she'll say. What was her name? Mercedes? Boy, she'll bite my head off and... McGee? Yes, Mercedes. Or, or Molly. <laughs> Mercedes, did you say Mercedes? Uh, no, I, uh, well, yeah, I was saying, uh, Mercy, these days sure do go fast with that their daylight day. <laughs> Don't they? Yes, sir, Mercy. Me. Oh, gone it, I've been fretting over this all afternoon, and why? I haven't done anything wrong. Why should I carry a guilty secret around when the secret of it is I ain't guilty? McGee, what are you muttering about? Oh, well, I... Come in! Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello there, Johnny. Hi, daughter. Come in, Mr. Old-timer. How's everything with you? Just fine, daughter. Took my girlfriend back to the movies last night. See, that's a swell picture. Yeah, what was it, Western? Nope, it was called Guilty Secret, Johnny. (laughs) All about a fellow that has a guilty secret that he didn't want to tell his wife because he ran into an old girlfriend and somebody seen him with a girl, only his wife... Okay, okay, that's... (laughs) Never mind the whole dad ratted plot, I just wonder... They're a fine picture, son. Bessie cried so much it dehydrated her completely. (laughs) Had to buy her six root beers on the way home to build up her humidity. Isn't that the picture where the husband says it was all just an innocent mistake, but the wife is jealous? Oh, what's so great about a movie? My gosh, do we have to keep harping on the picture? McGee, don't get so excited. Who's excited? I just get tired always talking about, I mean, well, gee whiz. <laughs> what else is new, old-timer? Well, <laughs> had a little excitement at Bessie's house after we got home, Johnny. Yeah? Bessie's papa always leaves the porch light on when Bessie's out, you see. Yeah? So we were standing there saying goodnight last night. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of retched over and snuck me a kiss. <laughs> oh, no. Bessie took a playful slap at me with the flat of her hand, and I jumped back and crouched on the tail of her pet tomcat. Oh. <laughs> he let out a screech like he'd been set fire to, and Bessie's papa thought it was Bessie. <laughs> Sounded like her, did it? Yep. He leapt out the door with his shotgun in his hand, tripped on the hem of his nightshirt, dropped the shotgun, and it shot out the porch light. <laughs> My gosh, what'd you do? Well, I thought it was real neighborly of him to turn the light off that way, so I grabbed me another kiss. <laughs> You were really... Well, she took a swing at me in the dark with her pocketbook. The papa stood up and caught it right in the store teeth. <laughs> that was where I made my first mistake. <laughs> Your first mistake? Yep. 
I never figured a shotgun being double-barreled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went off the second time. I went off the front porch steps like a rocket. If anybody tells you they seen me flying down Oak Street in front of a swarm of bees, them wasn't bees, them was bee-bees. <laughs> His romance is really something, isn't it? Yeah. Say, uh, if I'm upstairs and Mabel Toops comes by, call me, will you, dear? Mabel Toops? What's she want? Well, she's down at the beauty shop this afternoon, and she said if she heard any news of interest, she'd stop in on the way home. Oh, my gosh. This is it, McGee. This is zero. Oh, uh, Molly. Hmm? I, uh, well... Oh, this is awful. Uh, uh, sit down, kiddo. I, I got something to tell you. All right. What is it? Something good? No. Well, I... Well, look... I was walking along 14th Street this morning, just minding my own business and, and thinking about, well, about you and about how lucky I am to be married to you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. You're sweet. Yeah. Well, I bumped into this woman, see, and I knocked all the bundles out of her arms. Oh, I and forgot I... to tell you. I forgot to tell you. Huh? She stopped by here with your library book on her way home. Mrs. O'Mara, the lady you're talking about. Oh? Seems when you helped her in the cab, you gave her uh, your library book along with her bundles, you see. <laughs> your address is on the card. Uh, you, 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 you know her? Oh, we belong to the same bridge club. Oh. And say, she told me that she had never met a politer man in her life. Oh, sure. <laughs> she said you were so courteous. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, McGee. Oh, well. <laughs> Shucks, it was nothing any red American boy couldn't have sweated blood over. I mean... <laughs> any red-blooded American boy couldn't have... Uh, well, I tell you now, she's going to tell all the girls at the bridge club what a fine husband I have. Oh? What was it you were going to tell me? Well, uh, why... Well, uh, I was going to tell you to, to get your hat, baby. I'm going to take you out to dinner. And a show. And ice cream. With fudge sauce. Boy, oh boy, we're stuck. My, it's just been a wonderful evening, dearie. Wasn't the movie good? Yeah, how'd you like them short subjects, kiddo? Great. Yeah. Just great. Especially that film of the animal act. Yeah, it was good. I don't know how they train those animals to do such... Say, uh, you remember that seal? You know, the trained seal? The one where he balanced the ball on his nose? You mean the one in the middle? The old seal with all the gray whiskers? Yeah. You know who that was? You don't mean... Was that... Yep. Mercedes. <laughs> well, good night, all. <laughs>